how can my soul remain refreshed in such a big term? It's not a silly question. Grab yourself a cuppa, your journal and a Bible as together we take a little spiritual soul time out for teachers. Together, we will discuss practices to help keep our souls wildly well and refreshed in the midst of a busy term. Hello, beautiful one. Uh, Welcome, 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 welcome to week two of our five weeks of wild wellness. If you haven't already had a chance to head over to my website, go there now, www.carlythompson.com. Sign up to be able to access the free printables. Go to podcast term four, week two for this week's freebie to help you remain wildly well during a busy term four. Now, I know that my soul can become a little dry and weary and stiff even as the term goes on. And as I get through reports and assessments and emails and all the other stuff that comes along with teaching, I notice how tired and dry my soul feels. So when I begin to feel like that, I know that means my soul needs a little intentional care. You see, I'll say it a thousand times, your soul is a very important place within you. It is the place that God does a work in you and through you. And when we are feeling that dryness, that weariness, that little rigidness, that generally means that our soul has become a little bit spiritually dry. And that also is a good indication that I need to tend to it. What I become aware of in those moments, what I become excruciatingly aware of, is that I have forgotten to walk with Jesus. I have forgotten to keep myself in His presence, to remind myself of that daily, day in, day out, moment by moment, every step with Jesus. I realize that I have not been walking in the overflow of presence with Jesus. You see, it's so vitally important for our well-being to walk daily with Jesus. God created you. He knit you together. King David writes in Psalm 139 verse 13, For you created me, my innermost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. That just encapsulates God's thumbprint in our lives. Our soul is where he gets his hands in. He does his potter's work. He moves and shapes and grows us. And he created you with a soul so that he could do work in you. And when your soul is a little dry and a little weary, we become a little run down. In her book, The Sacred Slow, A Holy Departure from Fast Faith, Dr. Alicia Britt-Shawley writes, Because you have been custom created to know God, no origin story can nullify that design. No sin, 
can void that code, no wound can banish that blueprint. Pain and shame may bury that design in shadows, but nothing can erase God's fingerprints from your soul. God really did design you to know Him personally. Maturity in Christ is not doing more. It is discovering more about who He is and how He has crafted you to know Him and make Him known. Your soul is an important part of who you are and it deserves your attention. Dr. Alicia then goes on to share some activities or disciplines or practices that help to saturate her soul with God's presence. And this is the thing that I want us to work towards this week. What are some practical things we can do to saturate our soul with God's presence? Here are some of the things that she lists. Reading biographies of faithful Jesus followers. Staring at bare but not barren trees in winter. Walking along unmanicured woody paths. Playing a piano in an empty room. Journaling my prayers to God. Sitting near running streams. Listening to classical music. Painting to worship songs. Studying the scriptures. Writing by candlelight and savouring silence. She says, Once discovered, I actively pursue and protect these practices because they are reflective of how God architectured me to know Him. In other words, these are things that God created within Alicia for her to draw near to God. And He's done the same for you and I. I relate to some of these beautiful practices that Alicia talks about, and you might too. But because we're all different and God created us differently, your intentional practices may look different also. For me, some different ones are reading biblical historical fiction novels from authors such as Francine Rivers or Lynn Austin. Walking along my lake where it is still and peaceful and calm. I love journaling. I love writing as well. I don't always get to do mine by candlelight, but I love writing. It does bring me peace. I love watching my children play. Goodness me, sitting in that space of watching them play and sometimes engaging in that play too. I just feel God's splishy, sploshy presence in my life and sunsets, and sunrises, and the beach, and so many different things. I could keep going, but I won't. This week, I have created a resource for you on beautiful paper where you can write a personal list of things that help you to saturate your soul with God's presence. And like Alicia wrote, actively pursue and protect these practices because they are reflective of how God created you to know Him. These are important. Be intentional. Will you do these practices every day? No. But there'll be some that you can do weekly, some here and there. But be intentional about 
regarding these practices, putting them into place because they do saturate your soul with God's presence. They do help you to know Him in the way that He created you to know Him. So actively pursuing one of these regularly will help the overflow of your soul. It will draw you to the nearness of God's presence and help you and remind you to walk daily with Jesus. And I mean, don't we all want to do that? Having that genuine sense of nearness to Jesus in every step, in every moment of everything that we do. Alicia asks two really great questions that might prompt you as you're reflecting on your list. She says, how has God architected you to know him? And the second one is how, when and where does your spirit feel sploshy? I love that term sploshy. Um, What she's meaning when she writes sploshy is that it is the overflow of God's presence. Where do you feel that? So take some time to reflect, write your list and guard it. Be intentional this week. Allow me to read to you from Francis J. Roberts' book, Make Haste, My Beloved. The Lord is my provider. I have no need. He lets me rest in pleasant places. He guides me in a life of contemplation. He refreshes my soul. He teaches me the way of holiness for His glory. Yes, and when sorrow and trouble overtake me and my life is endangered, He is my comfort and my strength. He disciplines and instructs me in wisdom and patience. When surrounded by those who misunderstand and malalign, He nourishes me with His love and kindness. He pours out His Spirit upon me. My joy abounds. Surely His mercy shall be my companion until I reach the end of my journey and enter the Father's house, forever to abide in His presence. Psalm 23, paraphrased. Thanks for joining me for episode 31 of It's Not a Silly Question, a spiritual soul time out for teachers. It has been awesome to have you here this week for our second week of our Wild Wellness Challenge. And I hope, I hope and I pray that you can find some of these practices to help you saturate your soul in the presence of God. Remember to share your journey with us you can tag me at Carly Thompson underscore Faith Right Teach on Instagram, or you can use the hashtag Wild Wellness Challenge. As you put in some practices this week to help you keep a saturated soul overflowing with the presence of God, allow me to leave you with a thought and a quote from Alicia's book. One sentence in Chariots of Fire always arrests me. I believe that God made me for a purpose, but He also made me fast. And when I run, I feel His pleasure. Eric Liddell's words reveal a soul that discovered and nurtured its Godprint. print.